Hey friends, do you feel like your education came at the expense of everything else? Student loans have become second rent for most people, delaying life milestones like marriage, children, buying a home, building a van, exploring this big, beautiful, weird world. Beyond delaying dreams, student loans create chronic monthly cash flow issues and saving for retirement? <laughs> well, enter Upside. Created by a team of experts sick of watching the banks win and people lose for pursuing their dreams, Upside refinances student loans, creating lower monthly payments today while simultaneously building wealth for tomorrow. In a retirement account of all things. Sounds crazy, right? Lower your monthly payment while saving for retirement? Well, the brainiac friends of ours at Upside have figured it out so you don't have to. Interested? Fuck yeah, you are. Go check them out and find out how you can build your future at UpsideFi.com. That's UpsideFi.com. All right, now let's get into the show. Hello again, everybody. It is the 23rd one of the No Name Roadshow. My name is Tim. It has not changed. And I am here, as always, joined by my illustrious co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the man in the van, professional photographer extraordinaire, and owner, operator, founder of Lost and Found Skates, Joe McCarsky. Hey! We've got a couple of guests this week, and we will jump into that. But first, theme song coming up. All right, it's time for everyone to take a sip of beverage, and we're back. Yes. Uh, hello, hello. Joe, so uh, where are you at right now, and, and who do you have with you? Well, I haven't moved far from the last time. Uh, still in Portland, Oregon, and I am here with Nikki and Pierce. And we've heard stories. Like, Pierce, you've come up from before. You're part of the, the Chosen family, correct? Yes. I have uh, been with them since... I don't know. It's year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2020, for yeah. sure. Uh, we met Pierce in Kanab, Utah. Uh, Pierce was um, just a few months after y'all had, like, met each other. Yeah. Um, so let's say we, we all met, like, in January. Maybe met Pierce in May. May, somewhere around then. Um, okay. And um, we were just around going to BLM, staying in different places, and we just happened to stay at this one place where we have bonfires every night, and one of our friends, Jesse, that's part of the Joseph family, uh, invited Pierce over to the fire tent that night. And ever since that night, Pierce has been traveling with us as a group for the next yeah. four to five months. Yeah, out of my tent. Out of his tent in a Honda Ford. Oh. Yeah, that, that was my car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just escaping LA like right when COVID started. I was having trouble with quarantine and roommate issues. It's not relevant anymore. Um, and uh, was just out on like an adventure trying to like clear my mind. And I stumbled upon, you know, this crew and ended up traveling with them for like four months <laughs> when I thought I was only going to be gone for like a week. <laughs> and it really changed my life. Like, bought a van, lived out of it for a year, and now I'm living in Portland because I know these amazing people. They completely changed my life. It's been amazing. That's awesome. So you you started off just car intent, like, I just need a, a period of time of, like, just fuck off, escape. And then yeah. you converted and bought a van and, like, you did, like, the whole get up. Like, what was that transition like? Uh, it's kind of a long story. <laughs> 
The van that I bought um, was from these German travelers that ended up having to leave because of COVID. And so it was fully built out and converted. Um, but it was registered in Germany, had a German title. Um, so they brought it to the States as a, um, on a, tra on a traveler's visa, basically. So they like legally in the eyes of the federal government, they weren't supposed to sell to me. We blindly did that transaction and, um, wait, he's leaving out so many golden nuggets. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there's, I, I have like, yeah. you're skipping over a lot of things. Like, and yeah, like, my, my head is just on fire with questions. So yeah, like, please My go. favorite part is where he sold it, where they sold it to him was at the airport. Like, Oh, <laughs> I'm using like, we're getting on the plane. See it you was, later. It was like, very bad. Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take the money. Oh, boarding I remember B6 I right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Test so. drive. Oh, I know. Freaking Z English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, in, in the, the couple he bought it off of, we met him at the same time we met Pierce. Okay. They, the, um, and they're this couple, like young 20, mid 20 year old. Okay. Um, insanely hot, so Instagram, hot. like oh Instagram God, so couple, hot. where oh, really? we also <laughs> invited them to the fire that night, and we we're like, "Hey, um, oh, and here's a twist: they're like Catholic. Oh, oh, they would do prayer yeah. before dinners, like okay, so unassuming Christians for like generation millennial, right? I don't know. It was crazy. which is unassuming weirdness too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of Christian and, un and weirdness is. A week ago, uh, I met up with my cousins from Georgia, all up in Portland, and I brought Nikki and the, the, the triplets and uh, one of the older daughters to meet them all. Uh -huh. And we, we showed up, and they just happened to be um, ready to eat. Like, you know, oh, we, got, we brought over a bunch of hot dogs and hamburgers. Let's, let's form a circle in prayer. And this is Nikki seeing my family the first time. So she shows up and she's like, uh, circle of prayer. And um, one of my cousins like, you going to join the prayer? And I was like, ah, I'm just going to take the bleacher section back here. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch and support. Like, yeah, uh, I'll watch yeah. and support. But um, so we, the, the German couple, um, super hot as hell. We invited them to the fire too. And um, we were like, Hoping oh, they Hoping they'd get naked or he could sign up for the uh, the Hobo Olympics. Like, was oh, it? <laughs> they would glow if they got naked. Was, like, they, they would stop. <laughs> you should see this band that they had. It was like total tech band. Yeah, mirrors on the bed, side. A bed with glow sticks, like bass speakers from a club. The walls were mirrors. Like, oh, total, yeah. Like, oh, God. It, that, it, it's an awesome band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was everything like, was in German. Like I was all praying the, for a threesome, but <laughs> I was not praying to the right Catholic God. Right? <laughs> you know, like, I'm who's the God in Catholic Catholicism? Jesus? Uh, yeah, Jesus. All right, <laughs> Jesus didn't say <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't on my team that night. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. He's like fucking on your own. No, Jesus pulled the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So, all right. So he bought the van uh, from them at the airport. And uh, he was like, this is off. Everybody's super excited for him. It's awesome van. Everything inside was German. Like all the toiletries, all everything you can imagine in your house, like that you have, everything was in German. It was so Now, cool. did it did it have like the German outlets or did it have like U.S. Yeah, like, yeah, prongs? yeah. yeah. So right. they, it's a German vehicle. It was never sold in the U.S. Um, so everything is German and um, they built it out in Germany as well. So like everything that I've had to do was like getting the, like the U.S. converter for it. Okay. Right. In terms of like power. And uh, so they didn't give him any papers of import papers. And uh, that was like, oh, well, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just get that. Uh, fast forward a year later, still trying to get those papers wow. and wanting to get out of Bozeman where he was. Uh, he was like, well, screw this. I'm just going to sell it for X amount of dollars and get the hell out of Bozeman. And give it to somebody else as a problem. Like, did it, like, did it, like, so I'm guessing it had no plates, right? Or did it have U.S. plates? Whoa, oh, yeah, German plates. Yeah. yeah. Well, it had plates and I had, like, the legal title. It just wasn't American. It wasn't no. imported yet. So it had, like, the long, like, letter yes. number. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. They're like, and where'd I, you come? Like, where'd you come from? Oh, Germany. I just drove here. Yeah. It was totally legit too, because like when we, when they sold it to me, like I got like a VIN verification form done in Wyoming by the police station. Like we did like a notarized bill of sale. Like it's legit. Like we just skipped the whole step of um, importing it, getting it imported. You know, customs didn't get their fees. They didn't get their money. No. <laughs> so I guess you can drive it down to Mexico. We yeah. can go to Canada, take it out, uh, bring it back in the States and get it re-imported. But with the COVID and everything not being open, yeah, he was like, screw this. I'll just sell it. And he sold it to a friend um, that she's now going to just drive it and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to drive it. And it's weird. Like out here, uh, we'll get to this, but uh, Nick and I bought a bus. And we were like, well, do we have to go straight to the DMV and get this situated? He's like, no. Don't even worry. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's dressed as a bus. There's no way any cop is going to pull you over right that day. <laughs> I even asked the Portland cop here while I was parked. I was like, is it cool to park? And he's like, we got other things to do. You're fine. Don't worry about it. So you can drive here with minimal on your car. That's why I told my friend who bought the van too, um, <laughs> but like, I was like, you're not going to get pulled over because it has German plates. You're going to get pulled over if you run a red light, if your lights aren't on, if you forget to signal, if you speed, but you know, it'd be kind of ironic if she got a speeding ticket because that thing is a four cylinder, four cylinder diesel. It doesn't go fast. <laughs> um, it burned yeah. a hole in your foot through the pedal. 100%. Um, you're, so, you're sitting on the radio. You're only going to get pulled over for a traffic violation. The cops in this country are not going to know what to do with a freaking German license plate, and they don't want to deal with it. So no, she's don't. fine. She's totally fine. Do you so want Pierce, to run that plate? I don't want to run that plate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Pierce is living here at Nick's place. Uh, what did you get here last week? Yeah, I bet. Last week he got here. No, it's two about weeks a week ago. Two now. weeks ago? Not two weeks. Like the second, right? Yeah, the first or the yeah. second. It's the 12th. Holy shit. So almost <gasps> two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago, uh, we've just been hanging out and got a job today and yeah. going to stay here and 
and I explored and Portland, my first time in the Pacific Northwest and meeting all Nikki's family. It's been just beautiful. Like I'm, I feel so blessed and grateful to be here. That's awesome. Yeah. As, as Ethan says, the dream of the nineties are still alive in Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you were called. That's where you can become the uh, unicycle riding juggling clown that you've always wanted to be. You can, you could. <laughs> Every night we see a guy blast by the house on a moped with a full rabbit head. There's As pack bagpipes playing out the door every day at the cemetery. And it's all common Portland bullshit. <laughs> nice. Well, it, it's uh, it's starting to, to bleed out. I was just on the strip before we uh, were recording, and I saw some dude on like a cafe racer bike, and he had like almost like a um, uh, the, the DJ Dead Mouse like yeah. type of head. He had that s- s- size helmet, but it was like a furry fox looking like ears whole big like ginormous helmet on this like little dude on a motorcycle and i was like all right way to go vegas i guess you're getting weird again this is amazing super portland vibes it is crazy it's like lost made a wrong turn kept driving south park too long probably just kept on coming from here straight to vegas (laughs) yeah so a, a bus joe you uh you are now the proud owner of a bus like long bus, short bus, like do tell. Uh, so Nick and I, oh, the van is not ready yet. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, what you were calling. It's a good segue of the van too. Yeah. Um, so we went down to California, visited um, Nikki's uncle. That's a artist and he has an artist retreat. Have I, did I talk about this last time? No, not at all. You hadn't been down because uh, you're uh, Eureka, right? Yep. Eureka. Right. And, uh, it's way cool down there where his artist retreat compound is. Um, he has it, it, the best description. It looks like an Ewok village. Like with all, wow. it's so cool. Um, he, Lots of short, uh, hairy people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. 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 Oh, it's in Humboldt County, which. Oh yeah. It's the oh, Napa of pot. Oh. Yeah, that's where you can smell it driving around there. <laughs> you can smell it. You can. Yeah. Like I was driving and I was like, what is that? Somebody smoked a lot of weed smoking right here. And she's like, nope, that's them. That's them growing in them, their hails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, what you call, they grow it and then they have to do controlled burns of the right. stuff that they can't sell. So, yeah, it, uh, like Napa Valley doesn't smell like wine, but Humboldt County definitely smells like pot. Hold on. Uh, Vega, her dog, um, has, speaking of uh, clay pottery, everything that Nick has that's any kind of um, plate, bowl, uh, mug, anything's made out of the clay that our uncle's made. So the dog toys are all in a bowl, and it just sounds like somebody's fishing around in a bowl with like craziness and Vega, the dog um, walks over to the bowl, fishes in and it, it sounds like somebody's jingling keys inside of a bowl. <laughs> and, and, and Nick has on uh, hardwood floors, um, which Vega hates. Vega walks over to the bowl, gets her toy and she 
backs up. She she doesn't know how to turn around on the floors. She backs <laughs> up like the school bus we have, backing up the whole time, looking behind her until she gets to the rug. And she's like, cool. This is where I play with the book. <laughs> but how, how old is Vega? Vega, how old are you? She's four. Four. So it's not like this isn't like puppy thing. This is like like no, this is pure Vega awesome. thing. This is awesome. Yeah, I have this for the rest of my life thing. So yeah, so Nick and I went down there, um, figuring like hell, we'll get away from Portland because we we are wanting to be on the road all the time. We don't want to be in Portland. Um, so we'll go down to California, break up the monotony, break up that that stress of the van not being ready. Go down to Portland. I mean, go down to Eureka. Start talking about, well, the bus would be nice. We want a bus. That's awesome. What kind of bus do we want? I have my eyes on a P30, which is kind of like a weird miniature bread box kind of van looking bus. Um, Nick loves it, but, you know, that's not her first choice. Her first was like, it's not a short bus, but something bigger than a short bus. And, um, the P30s within that. The P30 is so ugly, it's cute. Um, and I'm still fighting the grasp of when you buy a school bus that's bigger than a short bus, you're getting 8 to maybe 15 miles per gallon. That's that's the biggest thing in my head, yeah. aside from stealth. Now you're, now you're just sticking out like a sore thumb. Right. Um, so there's this one place called Wolf Creek Motors where it's an old hippie dude down in right above Grants Pass, which is about an hour north of the border of uh, California. Okay. Um, right, right dead smack in the middle of uh, Oregon uh, from the west. So are there like – so there are – places then that specialize in bus sales like how do you find a place to go like you know purchase a bus like how hard or easy is that so this is what we did we started looking government deals is nice uh you can look at those like uh government deals are selling all sorts of auction stuff a lot of farm equipment a lot of buses in uh, in what's crazy right now is with covid a lot of school bus um, districts or the, the school districts are buying back buses from people they sold them to um, dealers, other wholesale companies that sell buses because of COVID. They oh, need a fleet because they can only have a certain amount of kids per bus. Prior to that, they would get them out of service every whatever couple of years, uh, every decade or whatever, whatever the X number is for years. So they're very hard to come by right now, the size that we want. We didn't want a big, long one, like a 40-foot. We wanted something that's manageable. Uh, so we looked at the government deals. There's a bunch in Arizona. There's a bunch in uh, California. There's We even looked in Nevada. There's some. So all the states that are the, you know, the hot, um, no rain weathered states down there. That's usually where they all are. Good. The buses we got, the guy buys them from Phoenix, drives them up to Oregon, and he checks them over, like does, you know, the 12 point inspection. Um, he's an old hippie dude that's been doing it forever. He's super excited about it. Um, we talked to him and looked at a P30. We were going to 
buy it. It had no transmission. It had no engine. And he's like, yeah, just get a $500 kit, rebuild the transmission, $1,400 engine. Cool. The bus was $1,200. Cool. That's what, I don't know, three, four grand now, or maybe four or five, and not and, and maybe $500 to put the engine in. No, nobody wanted to touch it. It was going to take six to eight weeks to put an engine. In. It's three to four grand to do the engine swap. And we wanted to get the hell out of Portland, Let's get back yeah. on the road. So we went to that Wolf Creek. We, we asked them again, like, oh, what else do you have? Looked at a bus. Uh, the bus we got is a midsize international diesel T444E3800 bus. It's, it's weirdly enough, maybe three to four feet longer than the van um, that I currently have. Oh wow! It's, it's much bigger and much louder, and it has the swinging doors, like you know, the school bus driver opens the doors. Uh, so we purchased that like maybe a week ago. Yeah, yeah about a week ago, drove it up to Portland. Uh, it has a forty-gallon gas tank, and went to the gas station and filled it up. What what's uh, a regular six a uh, regular twenty gallon tank in uh, the Sprinter van maybe sixty seventy dollars uh-huh. times twice <laughs> you get four hundred miles to five hundred miles out of that so you're moving and like so it's called sipping you want to just sip the diesel you want to drive it to the point where you're just barely pushing on the pedal. So it's sipping gas. You don't want to be pushing it all the way down to the throttle. Right. And blasting gas in there. Oh, that speed is about 47. Well, so like this is, I, I, I it, that's a hard transition, right? From driving a regular car for your entire life where you're, especially like in the Northeast, right? Your mission is get there as fast as fucking possible. Yes. Right? And like going through lanes to now you're like, you're sipping diesel at like 47. It's like, you've got to enjoy your time on the road because if you have that same of like, like, like it's awesome. typical drive, it's very, very different. Right. You're absolutely right. Cause I will, you go through towns and I'll just be like, Oh, look at that over there. Oh, there's a tree. Look at those flowers. That planter is very pretty. Yeah, yeah. that is it's the whole thing. If I could chime in right here, I um, went from driving a 2010 Honda Accord <clears throat> to driving a 1995 four-cylinder diesel van, and um, the first time I drove that van, I cried. You cried? I did. It was. Uh, so different. It's a different driving experience. It is. But over the year of me getting to know that engine, and like you get used to it, and I love driving that now. Right. It's just so different. You cannot compare the two. It brings the pleasure back into actually driving. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you're like, oh, I hear the engine. I feel everything. The mm-hmm. steering wheel is Jesus Christ. It's so goddamn big, and. But the driving the bus, like it's a hundred percent focus. Like I have to know what's going on all the time. Yeah. It's so big of a machine that if the steering wheel turns a little and I go off, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. This big boat is going to the right, and I gotta <laughs> be careful. Um, and what's cool about it 
it doesn't have park. It only has reverse, neutral, drive, one, two, three. So you put it in neutral and you throw the reverse. Yeah. Wow. Kind of cool. Um, now you said the swinging doors, does it have the stop sign? Yeah, it has the stop sign. And it works. And it works. <laughs> How many times did you have you played with it so far? I try to play minimal times because I just don't want cops to come by. But yesterday, <laughs> um, we we do some like um, we have to move some cars around where we're parked in Portland on a kind of a major street, secondary major street, and we got such a great parking space that we have to play musical cars sometimes. And Nick has to get in our car, drive around the block, and go park it in an odd spot, and then I'll flip open the doors and put the stop sign out waiting for her in the middle of the room. Like, Hey, come on. <laughs> and it's funny watching cars behind me. Stop. <laughs> like cars on the left lane. They will stop. They know it's not a school bus. It's just the instinct. They're like, Whoa, I got to stop. Well, yeah. Cause it's like, you know, it's not a school bus, but at the same time, like you don't want to be the one that's caught finding out that it actually is a school bus. Right. Yeah. You know, you're the one that's like, Oh, I didn't think a little kid would be running across the street. Yeah. I was going to floor it. I've got one of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. But $300. $300 running this. Mm-hmm. You ran yeah. a school bus? I didn't realize I was doing it. They sent it to my parents' house, too, and they had a screenshot. Wait. <laughs> how do you, how do you <laughs> not know? How do you not know you're running a school bus? Like, Here's <laughs> you're very good at skipping over all the important details I, of a school. I know. <laughs> I'm very aware of my surroundings, but my parents live by a middle school. Like, I don't know. I thought it was like they were part of their waiting for kids uh, to come out. So I didn't even realize. But yeah, they got a picture sent to them in the mail like a month later. And it's like a picture of me, like leaning out the window, like blase, <laughs> like, like one hand on the wheel, like just like blasting right by a school bus, not even aware. <laughs> and it was like fucking like four hundred bucks. <laughs> My dad was pissed. Blasting schools out for summer, middle finger extended. <laughs> oh my god! So when the stop signs out, kid, out oh, for all the young kids out there. When the stop signs out, you better stop. The thing is, the the thing we have to do to make it it not illegal is we can leave the stop sign on there, but we just have to alter it in some way. We can do like stop racism. Uh, Okay. Stop Stop. doing. Yeah, stop in the name of the bus. Stop in the name of love. Yeah. All we got to do. Uh, slightly alter it. But yeah, man, driving a bus is fun. I'm the only one that drives it. Nick is a little sketched out to drive it. I I drove it once on a jetty road where there was no cars. Okay. And how was that? For five minutes. For five minutes. It was actually okay. It felt like I would imagine a semi would drive. Um, (laughs) I, I was glad there was no cars. Um, and I was only going like 15 miles an hour. So I don't know if that even counts as driving the bus. That's more driving than I have ever done in a bus. Like I think the closest I ever came to, I think, wasn't there like an old, there was a couple of old video games, right? Like one, 
You could oh, drive like the fire truck and you could be in the back and in the front. Yeah. And there was a school bus one too, if I remember correctly. Like, Oh yeah. Well, I never played those. So yeah. So it, that was, you're doing way better than I am. <laughs> oh, we, um, so it has air conditioners inside. Okay. Oh, wow. Two after not market, but like, you know, afterthoughts like they're the ones they put in, like afterwards, like, oh, you need air conditioners? Let's put these in. Okay. And there's yep. these two humongous air conditioners uh, kind of staggered, one of the front, one of the back on either side. and uh, On the ceiling. On the ceiling. Okay. With the Freon tubes going down through the walls, down to the chassis, up to the front. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll take these up, no problem. Um, I don't know if you ever – I yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, so we get them down. We get one off the ceiling. I'm like, awesome, Nick. That was that was that wasn't too bad. Um, we got this. this we got easy. this. No problem. Uh, oh, look! It looks like there's a wrench. Like you can take these with off with a wrench. No problem. Just disconnect the hoses. And Nick goes on the floor like I don't know. I was unbolting seats. Unbolting seats on the floor, and I was like, all right, let me just disconnect this hose. And it is trauma. Oh my God. It exploded trauma. off yeah. of the thing, shot up, Freon hit all of the ceiling. It came down, smacked on the leg. Freon hit all over. All over body. every, all over our body. Burns? And, well, the Freon doesn't burn. It's the compression. Well, it's like a cold. It's so cold. Yeah. That that's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a freezer burn. Yeah. Like, like if you like hold freezer. it, like, you know, yeah. compressed air, if you hold it upside down. And it comes out cold. That's exactly what it like. Was. How a Montana winter burns. Yes, <laughs> negative twenty burn. I didn't know any of this. All I knew was an explosion. Ugh. And Nick stands up and she's like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" I was like, "I don't know." She tried jumping out the window because she thought she was on fire from burning. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on, and the thing was still spraying. Freon was everywhere. everywhere. So I looked for a quick escape, either out the door or the window, but of course, they're both closed. Both closed. She's trying to open windows, and I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible. Like, we just started on this bus, and I severely disfigured this girl. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> right inside, she just stripped all the clothes off, jumped in the shower. I'm Googling, is Freon going to kill you? <laughs> It's fine. It's all fine. It doesn't kill you. It just scares the shit yeah. out of you. So, so did you look like Ricky Bobby? Like, oh, I'm being engulfed by the invisible fire. Yes. Invisible yeah, fire. In her underpants and just a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You may have cancer in like 20 years. We'll see. Oh, right. Yeah. And the good news <laughs> is like, I didn't get burned, but I do have a decent boost yeah. from the nozzle oh, hitting God. me. I'm so oh, here. man. It's all good. So uh, why would you take out the air conditioning system? It didn't work. And oh, okay. It yeah, it was big and it was encompassing like of the, the actual roof of inside where we couldn't build. We could use that space way more efficient than having non-working air conditioning. And we were hitting heads on it like 12 oh, yeah. times yeah, a day yeah, 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 yeah. because they were all like the clearance was four feet maybe. Yeah. Got it. In that chunk. So but yeah, and that's, so like, what do you do with like all of like the bus parts, right? Like removing seats and stuff like that. Where does that go? Like, you just put it's it out. Where you put it out with the trash on like Tuesdays. Like that, like probably is not an option. This is where like 
when I start talking about you start bleeping out what I'm saying. <laughs> That's fine. Just say like there's 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 ways they're just not well publicized. We'll leave it at that. How's that? I asked uh, I asked Jerry, I was like, hey man, how do I get this free on out? He said, Well, you can go park it on a hill and set up with a twenty-two a rifle and just shoot out the freon like break the hose and let it burst and fall over the place and he's like that's probably the funnest way <laughs> and i was like well isn't it like bad for the environment like isn't that bad or people on kind of like like people get into car accidents and that freon comes out it's just as bad and i was like okay <laughs> so apparently you can just no what mike said when you were talking to him yeah you were like how do i get rid of the he, he goes you want the legal way or the easy way? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and Joe was like, I want the easy way. Took the easy way out. Ain't no EPA agents in this driveway. Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so it's, just, it's like letting the air out of a tire. So awesome. Of a bicycle tire, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and the neighbors are like, do you hear that? Yeah. Uh huh. No. No. I don't hear anything. It sounds no. like a really like like a really silent snake. No, <laughs> don't hear anything. No. <laughs> Animals getting like a little dizzy. Nah, nah, nah. You might want to wheel that barbecue about five feet to the left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've already done the most damage that we could do to everything of like, well, how bad can we fuck it up on the first day? Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of like starting a renovation, right? Is the fact of like, at that point, it's like, you know, that you're like ripping, replacing things anyway. And like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's only getting better from here. Right. It's just how much more work are you creating for yourself? We had seven seats in there. Ripped them all out, took off all the padding, uh, which is, it, it was all pretty clean the way it happened, you know, the padding and the way the leather, whatever that is, the exterior seating, vinyl, vinyl uh, it's all stapled there. You just kind of staple it, you pull it right off and you pull off the seat. And now you have a steel frame. Mm -hmm. We had several of those and they're probably about 100, 125 pounds each. Brought them to the recycling place, like, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to make some money. Yes. <laughs> a whopping $42. later. <laughs> and it's like, you would think that'd be more because based off of just like the number, like uh, one of my favorite things of living in Dorchester when they were doing all the new construction was watching oh a parade of uh, people with shopping carts that they had stolen from places, yeah. all full of stolen construction materials. Yeah walking down Mass Ave or Dorchester Ave towards the recycling spots to go get cash. Like you would have thought it would be a lot more money than, than oh, that. No. But no, apparently not. It is minimal. <laughs> and then it costs us $30 to dump the rest of the stuff. At the dump. <laughs> so uh, my favorite like uh, iron or like metal recycling story was from when I was working at my old company that did like the cell phone towers. 
And I get a call one day from a dude in California that's one of our field engineers, and he's in a stone cold panic. He was like, and like I answered the phone, I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's, they fucking took it. They fucking took it. And I was like, well, slow down. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, they fuck, I can't fucking believe it. They fucking took it. They fucking, I was like, what did they take? He's like, they fucking took everything. They took it all. And I was like, what did they take? And I was like, he was like, you're not listening to me. They took everything. And I was like, what? He was like, no, they took the fence. They took the tower. There's oh just, there's just concrete. There's a pad of concrete. There's no tower here. So apparently overnight, somebody drove up to this like remote site with a flatbed trailer, like undid the bolts on the bottom, felled it like a tree and like took every bit of metal and was like, Fuck off! We're gone. I can't. They stripped the site in the middle of the night. The guys at the metal place have been like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> the antenna's still attached. All the wires like flapping off the side. That had to be the funniest shit going down the interstate. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I had to call the cell phone companies. I was like, hey, you having any uh, outage issues? That uh, <laughs> I might have the answer for you. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, but yeah, so that's where we're at, man. We're, we're just kind of chilling, waiting for the van, uh, which has gone to a new person. It's not the same mechanic. Wow. Yep. Uh, we should hear Monday about the van uh, and then possibly head back down to California at the end of the week, work on the bus, and then go from there. So what's kind of the plan? Are you like maintaining both uh, all the way until the bus gets ready and then you'll sell the van? Like, What are you guys thinking? No, as soon as I get the van back, I'm going to try to sell that as soon as possible. Uh, putting it up for sale all over the Northwest, uh, as far as Bozeman, Montana, uh, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, Eureka. I'm figuring put it up so maybe people drive out or fly out to see it, which is not uncommon at all. Bozeman. Yeah, Bozeman, Montana. There's a lot of money out there. So hopefully it'll gain some interest and you know, get that sold. For sure. Now, how long do you think it'll take you to, to get the bus up and going? To the point where we can live in it? Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I mean, the point you have to live in it, right? Like, it's basically just stripping it. You could put a mattress in in your set, right? I mean, that's... Right, right. Uh, but mattress, I'm assuming- uh, we ordered the solar. Solar's coming in this week. Uh, running water and a cooking top. Uh, it should probably take a month or two. Okay. Get it to exactly where we want. Not exactly, but to the point where we have the the stuff that the van has had, like a fridge. Yeah. Right now we're just cooler. We're going to do Coleman cooking top, um, jugs of water. But um, to get it back to like Lulu, it'll probably take a year, year and a half. Right. But like, not like it's not going to be a year, year and a half to get to that point. Really. But like, Lulu was always like a work in progress, too. It wasn't like it was ever finished. You were constantly like making upgrades. It's just like any other house, right? Like, people just don't right. buy a house and they're like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. I don't need to do anything with it. Like, that's just not how. 
how life right. works. Yeah. So it's going to take a little bit, but. Now, one of the other things, like thinking about it, and um, like one of the nice things about the van, right? When you're driving, you have two seats in the front. Like the school bus yeah. just has the one, right? Like how, uh, uh, how are you guys going to navigate that? Is that going to be a little weird? Like how are you thinking about like making well, that as part of the. The current situation, Nick went and found two, um, found two beanbags and used the, when he used those, just beanbag chairs uh, for that. But uh, in the long run. Wait, wait, driving in bean, like, so both people are in beanbags? So you'd be driving in a beanbag chair? No, no, no. We have oh, I was like, holy shit, that sounds dangerous. It sounds awesome. <laughs> the wheel is like all the way up above your head. You're driving it like you're a kid. Like. There'll be two, two beanbags on top of each other. Not just one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, that's way safer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have couches on either side. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, more like a like almost like a like an RV type situation then where you have like the captain's chair and like people like in a like pod that's like right next to you. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. We're still working out a few things about that. We yeah. we just recently were like, oh, let's let's write this down. Let's do some diagrams and figure it out. But it's it, it's you know we're not a hundred percent married to everything. Uh, one of the things that we're saving up for is to have a wood-burning stove, which would be nice. Nice. Yeah. It's nice having all those windows. That's super nice. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be a huge difference, especially during the summertime, I'd be able to have it. I've, oh, it, it's insane. Just even driving down the coast, we've already done that with all the windows. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's loud, too. Okay. So loud. It's loud. Yeah, like you have to yell at each other next to each other just to even hear <laughs> the talk. Oh, you'll get used to that engine. It's going to feel like a big all hug. That'll it probably does. get better once we get things in it. It's because it's so empty and echoey right oh, now. That's probably true. Yeah. And yeah. Rattly. yeah. Now, will you guys but, have to like do the insulation and everything else like that, or is it pretty uh, pretty already well set on like the, uh, the Sprinter vans? Uh, no, not insulation. We're going to leave as much bus uh, interior as we can. Okay. So we're not going to touch the roof. It's all bus. We're not going to touch the windows too much. Maybe the walls, keep that. The front end, try to keep that as much as it can. Um, but we are painting the outside, which is going to be cool. Um, I, I, I know we talked about this about a week ago when I um, told you about the naming of the bus. Right. But we've actually um, talked even more about cooler things that happened um that coincide with it so naming the bus jess um is cool and we're also going to paint it army green oh wow that's awesome yeah um so a lot of the stuff um that like there's this model numbers on there like uh it's an s-13 315 s-315 the district number. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make that military white. Um, like the states that we go through, we're gonna do like you know the bombers had it. Just put the states as like the kills. Uh, I was thinking also doing like a paramedic thing that'd be kind of cool on the side. So it's really cool to even incorporate that more to have that theme. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we're super excited about that. We just keep on talking more and more about 
like once we named it in the color, I was like, oh, I, I, I started thinking more about the exterior than the interior. Uh, the the lights, like though we're not going to change many of the lights on the outside or the inside or the inside. They're all going to stay all the same. Um, but yeah, I think the. I don't know what you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get with each other, or you have to text me about what that green is, because it's not a forest green. It's, it's not like an army green. It's olive drab. That's the name of the color. Ah, uh, it's flat, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, like a matte uh, matte component. But yeah, it's yeah. typically olive olive drab, or, or you could, like you could always uh, make it the uh, urban assault vehicle, like from Stripes, and just do it up that way. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, what did they have the, the thing that shot down in the back? Like they had a ramp. Yeah, like ramp on it. Uh, so you remove the uh, AC units, but you can put in like the missile launcher up on the top. Yeah. It'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> have like the little grates come over the windows when you just need to blow through traffic. Yeah. Was that John Larroquette? Is that who the other guy was? He was the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wish it was a loofah. That's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! I gotta watch that movie again. That yeah, I wonder. Cool. They uh, what, they it was a couple months ago. They uh, Netflix started posting up all of these classic comedy movies. So they have like all the Mel Brooks movies. Uh, they had the airplane movies. I saw stripes on there and I just went through this like binge watching of like young Frankenstein and stripes and yeah. Uh, it was the very first VHS tape that my family owned stripes and Laura Brannigan live. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Laura Brannigan. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I got to watch stripes again. It's so good. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny. Like a lot of the movies, it's like you think that they would get dated, and some definitely do. But that one, for right. whatever reason, holds up really, really well. John Candy doing the mud wrestling, and yeah, oh. <laughs> there's so much yeah. I had forgotten about that movie. Like rewatching it was like a super treat. What was the guy that was Francis? Yeah. <laughs> anybody calls me? Anybody touches my stuff? Looks at my stuff? Or kill? <laughs> Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> Sergeant Hulka. I like any man named Francis. This guy. <laughs> he can talk to me. I will answer. It's going to be great. I'll, I'll answer to Francis. <laughs> Do we have time to hear any stories from you? Um. No. Yeah, we'll probably have to catch up with uh, another story, but I do have a quick one, like maybe to wrap up like hockey talk, um, because I think uh, that before I went on my adventures of um, what should we call it, Southern California, Cabo, and Seattle, um, oh, that uh, what you, uh, I I actually got to go to the, and I don't think I brought this up, a game two, uh, the Montreal Vegas uh, bit. I think it was just oh, after yeah. we recorded, uh, but the we were talking about uh, like different people who are building stuff. So uh, my buddy and I 
Uh, he had just moved to Vegas, so it was his first uh, like Golden Knights game, and he was like out of his mind, and the place was crazy, and like everyone was. Unfortunately, with game two, you started to feel of like, uh oh, we're gonna blow this, which they absolutely did. Yeah. But uh, as we're sitting down, I'm like looking. We're like the second row upper balcony from the edge. Great seats, like right by the net where they're like shooting twice. It's it's awesome, and I like it better up there because it's just like every other arena in hockey, right? It's that's where all the fans are at. All the people who want to be seen, they're at the 100 level. And in oh, Vegas, there, yeah, yeah, in Vegas, it's even more pronounced. Like it's like people want to be seen there, and they make a big deal about like like yeah. the whole bit. <laughs> uh, so it's like more of like real fans. So we're up there and there's this guy that's the row in front of us. He's right at the edge bearded. Like, but he looks like ridiculously familiar and it's like, I know him, but I don't know him. And it's going through the whole thing of like, I don't like, I don't want to approach. Cause like he's, if he remembers me, he's going to turn around and say it, but I'm not like, I, I can't remember where I'm placing him from whatever. So fast forward to the first intermission and uh, we're in line to go get more beers to uh, to to sit and enjoy like the next period. And uh, it turned like my buddy's like, "Hey, hey, that guy's right behind us in line. He's right behind us. You should say something." So like, uh, fine, whatever. And I turn around. And I'm like, "Hey, man, uh, I am such an ass. Like, I am so sorry." I know you from somewhere. I don't remember where my name's Tim. If that helps, like, like I just moved here. Like I was like, I have the shittiest memory. I'm so, so sorry, but it like, you're familiar enough. I know that if I didn't say hello, that um, it would bother me and like uh, all that. And yeah. the dude's like, no man, like super nice to meet you. Uh, F, like you, yeah, don't, don't make like a really big deal about it. But like, do you watch like discovery channel or HGTV or any of the stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, only when I'm at my parents' place, he's like, yeah, that's probably where you know me from. What? And I'm like, Oh, well now I'm like even more confused because I don't know. I was like, all of those things sound tremendously different. So now I'm like in my head, like now I got to play it. Cool. I'm like, are you a ghost hunter? Like are you a house flipper? Like the fuck do you do? Like chasing after Sasquatch? Like what? like what's your deal uh and he was like I, I don't ask those questions and he was like yeah no like we're just we're just a bunch of dudes from canada that are here enjoying the game and i was like oh you're habs fans he's like fuck no we're from Calgary. <laughs> he's like we were totally cheering for the knights uh we're out here for the we're out here for the show man uh like there was like some hot rod show that was going on at the convention center and he was like we're just here like having the game and he was like and he's like they just gave me this, so we're abusing it. And he, he's like, have you ever seen one of these before? And he pulls out an American Express black card, like the thing that always seemed like a legend. And yep. like, sure enough, he's got one. He was like, yeah, so we're trying to find out like when they're going to tell us to stop. So drinks are on. He's like, drinks are on me. So oh, we go up awesome. to the front of the line and we're uh, standing there and he's like, what do you want? And I was like, well, I was just drinking like shit beer. Like I'll have a, a Bud Light. And he was like, he like slaps me on the forehead with the card. And he was like, you're not getting a Bud Light. He's like, is that me? He's like, what do you, what do you drink? It's like a full bar. And I was like, he's like, what do you that, you drink? yeah. Uh, I'm like, uh, just, I usually go like a bourbon and ginger. And, uh, and so I have gotten that drink before at T-Mobile arena and it was when my buddy Ted and I went to a game 
and we went up and I had ordered a double makers and ginger. Uh, and he was like, Oh yeah, that's great. And uh, the bartender just kind of like looked at us and like turned around and poured the drink. And he was like, yeah, that'll be one ten that one drink for the two, two drinks. So they're oh. $55 a piece for double makers, marks and ginger at uh, T-Mobile arena. Holy so shit. I have that memory in the back of my head. Right. Uh, so I'm like, again, like I know it's discovery channel that's buying it. Uh, also, uh, as an indirect thing, uh, that same tower company that I used to work for the former CFO for that company is now the chief financial officer at discovery. And all I also have in my head is I can't run up this bill because if he's got to itemize and writes my name down, it gets put up and the guy's like the fuck this guy. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> so, uh, what you call it? Like, I was like, Oh, I'll just have a, uh, uh, what you call it? Bourbon and ginger. Like Jack is fine. He's like, do you usually drink Jack and ginger? I was like, well, no makers. And he's like, he was like, fuck though. No. He's like, get him a double makers and ginger. And he's like, I'm going to have that too. Turns to my buddy. He's like, what do you want? My buddy doesn't drink. And he was <laughs> like, I I'll have that too. <laughs> because he's like, you can just have both. Uh, so you come back now I'm two fisting like these, like 22, 24 ounce glasses of, uh, whatchamacallit makers and ginger back to the seat. And then begins the shit show of the night. We now have, we've meet the entire garage. Uh, by the way, uh, these guys, their name is, uh, they're the Highwood, uh, hot rod or hot, uh, Highwood rod in custom. Uh, check them out online. If you want to build all like right. cool ass hot rods, like they're the dudes for it. They have like merch and all sorts of other stuff, really solid dudes. And here's the, so we're meeting everybody from the garage plus the places that are, it turns out all of the people around us are all of these, uh, classic car, hot rod renovation people that are oh, all part of the awesome. show. My buddy and I are the only ones who are not. And it just turns into drunken Canadian hockey fan shit show sponsored by discovery channel. Like the guy keeps coming down with two thing. Like we're drinking so much bourbon. Like don't even have any clue what's going on. Everyone's yelling and screaming. We're singing songs that they sing at the Calgary games. And like, like, like and the guy is like, well, you guys need to be in the front seats. You're like the real fans. We're just tourists. Like you need the front. And I was like, dude, we're a seat behind you. No, no, no. Like he's like, you're going to tell me no. Like I'm trying to be a nice guy. Like just being like everyone around us is like, what the fuck is going on with those people down there? We've got like all the folks like moving up and down. Like who are the ushers are giving us high fives. There's like one dude, like we score a goal. He's taking his shirt off and like running around. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Like Vegas got introduced to like pure, like, like maniacal hockey fan hockey. Like not oh, that like awesome. the Vegas hockey fans are bad or all, but like that was a whole different level. We left and the guy was still buying us drinks. And oh, was like afterwards, he's like, do you guys want to go out? And I was like, no, I got to work tomorrow, man. Like <laughs> I'm already like <laughs> so yeah that uh that was foreshadowing for the next two weeks of like nonsense which we'll have to uh catch on a uh, on another show good time though. yeah oh for sure uh, Did win that game? no no absolutely not 
I think we won like one game in uh, in Montreal, and that was it. It was a, a four-one five-game series. Like it was fast. Did Suzuki score any goals that game? Oh yeah, no, uh, that game. No, he got, no, he didn't score any goals that game, but he did the rest. Yeah, Suzuki, the guy who like the Knights were like, yeah, we don't need that one. We'll keep this. Oh. We'll keep this uh, raw guy because he seems to be the future. Still can't <laughs> play full season. Ugh. God, yeah. and goddamn yeah. Tampa winning the cup. Like it was like, that was like one of the worst things as a Bruins fan to watch that. Or I didn't yeah. even watch very much of it. Cause I was like, can both teams lose? Like, this is terrible. Right. It's like watching the Yankees win. I oh, love God. listening to you guys. Boston boys <laughs> throw out over some freaking hockey. Oh, I was, there was no one else understands what the hell you're talking about. No, no. but it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> There was a guy walking to the cemetery the day of the uh, the cup game, uh, walking in the cemetery wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey. And I went outside to do something and came back in. And Nick was like, what did you yell? Don't sleep on somebody? And I was like, don't sleep on the Canadian. Like, just to ruin that guy's day. I just wanted to be like. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I can't stand watching Tampa Bay. I like I like some of the players, but this the Yankees. Tampa is the armpit of America. Florida is oh Tampa, Florida. All it's all the same thing. I forget which comedian it is, but he calls uh, like everyone's like, oh yeah, Florida is the the dick of the United States. It's like no, no it's, it's not. Like, it's he's like it's the scrotum. It's the long old Texas. man dangly scrotum. With some hairy balls, it's always musty. He was like, "That's Florida or the testicles swampy. of the United States." The cold is where the swamp is at. That's the swampy <laughs> ball. <laughs> you know that rug you don't want to look under. That's Florida. <laughs> That's Florida. <laughs> I think the smell's coming from there, but I ain't looking. I ain't looking. It smells exactly how you don't want it to smell, but you can look at it and say, it smells a little bad. And it looks just like it smells. <laughs> I'm going to write the governor. <laughs> that's, that's their new license plate slogan, Florida. It looks like it smells. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> but it's so true. As a proud Georgian, uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> oh. uh, this has been an awesome twenty third one. Joe, do you have anything to plug as we wrap things up here? No, not at the moment. Uh, just still chilling in Portland. Nothing to plug. Unless anybody is a real good mechanic that wants to come over here and fix a van. <laughs> oh, we got the blog going on. We do oh. Mac, photo, Mac Photo Travels. Uh, Nick and I have been uh, updated on the blog. Nick's writing is incredible, and it's a nice to have um, on the blog, which we, we've been working on pretty hard, and we got some more things to come out uh, for posts. There should be more stories about uh, Lulu the Van and more stories about the upcoming Just the Bus. So that would be MacPhotoTravels.com. Awesome. And uh, where can uh, folks find you on social? Uh, the social that you can find me on is macphoto underscore van underscore travels. Awesome. 
And as always, uh, true listeners, uh, you can follow us uh, not posting anything at No Name Roadshow on Instagram. Although I will say uh, our friend Brian back in Boston has become a new fan of the show and has been uh, telling all sorts of other folks about it. And he was like, dude, I hear you guys tell these stories. And I go to like the, the websites or whatever to see photos of what you guys are talking about. There's never anything there. So That's the whole part uh, of it. Yeah, uh, not sure if that's going to change or not for you, Brian. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I think that's, oh, I, uh, what you want? I don't want to be uh, rude. Pierce, uh, any, anything that you want to plug? Uh, no, um, I'm single. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. Are there, are there and any apps that people should be looking for you on? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, nothing to not, no, no, right. no, no. Well, uh, just yell out, yell out, ladies and men, like find yourselves in Portland, like yell out Pierce as you're going around, uh, or like go to hipster uh, breakfast spots and uh, ask for an extra side of Pierce when you uh, you order your pancakes. Oh. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nikki, anything to plug? Um, no, I'm good. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, I'd also like to thank our new sponsor, uh, UpsideFi.com, uh, to transition your student loan into wealth and retirement and lower your monthly payments. Check them out, UpsideFi.com. That's UpsideFi.com. Until next time, everyone, Joe. Nick, Tim, Pierce, it's been awesome as always. We'll talk with you guys soon. See you later, man. Jesus is man. Man has no fear and he's always near. Man, yes, he's man. Man.